We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. It's nothing less, cause you rockin' with the best. Now we about to get Gabby AF. Hello and welcome to another episode of Gabby AF. I missed you all so much. I hope you enjoyed the Thanksgiving holiday as much as I did. I'm still stuffed on food, but the pro wrestling does not sleep, and it's been some crazy shit that's been going down. And there's been some wild returns, and I just, I could not wait to talk to you guys and get into it. So, you know, it was also my birthday, side note, but Thanksgiving is a little more important, and the returns of CM Punk or Randy Orton is a little bit more important. So without further ado, I got my guy, producer Tony, today, and we got to get started, Tony. I've been chomping at the bit to talk about these things with my Gabby AF fam, so let's get started. All right, well, I know what you want to talk about first. Well, maybe the rest of the wrestling universe was very excited for the return of CM Punk. I know who Gabby was excited to see. Randy Legend Killer Orton. Ooh, Daddy Orton with his return looking better than ever. Let me just say, this man is, what, 43 years old? Coming out jacked up. Like, I've never been more excited in my life. I can't get over how good he looked. It was one of those things where I was like, damn. Like, I was not excited. Listen, he always looks good. I wasn't expecting him to look that fucking good. And his music hit, he came out. I was so hyped. I got out of my seat. I was super excited about it. I mean, he just looks so good. And then, you know, he comes in the ring and he's doing the arc. I just, ah, oh, there, there's nothing better than Randy Orton back on TV and WWE. Listen, everyone was excited about CM Punk. That was also a wild moment, but I don't know. Randy Orton's return to me was more exciting. And the War Games match in itself was fucking awesome. I loved everything that they did. I did predict that the good guys were going to get the win, and they did. And I loved that return for Randy. I thought he looked super strong. I loved, you know, the moment between him and Jay I thought was kind of cool. And yeah, he looked like a beast. And... I, I, there, there's not enough good things I can say. Just take me back to that moment all the time. I'm going to, re I replayed it like five times, I would say, probably just him entering. And I loved at the end, you know, they kind of showed a video of him saying 10 more years because th this man is only aging upwards, I would say, and looking better than ever. So keep, I want to see him every Raw, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view, just, just put him on my TV and I will be very excited to see him because I mean, it's not normal how good this man looks. It's just, it was just so good. And it was everything I could have hoped for and more when he showed up and they got the win. So it was awesome. First of all, I don't think you're ever allowed to name Survivor, Se uh, Survivor Series team names. I, I think good team good guys. I don't think we're going to market that on a t-shirt. Because I do that on my show. And they're the good guys because I love those guys. Can, can we get little heart emojis for Gabby's eyes oh, when she's man. talking about Randy in this episode? Just like popping out because... I've never, I, she's glowing right now. I've never seen her happier. Wow, thanks. In, uh, the existence of Gabby AF than when she talks Randy Orton. I mean, listen, he's the legend killer. He's, he, he looks great. Looks like a billion dollars. Uh, I'm very excited to see what he does. But here's the thing him and Jay Uso, they kind of, what, buried the hatchet. But do you <laughs> trust the Viper? Is he going to strike? I would, RKO out of nowhere? I would trust him with my life. Are you kidding? I would you trust know. him. And also, we got to get into, him on raw because you know face to face with mommy which i thought was interesting and i'm not gonna lie the line of him going you might be mommy but like daddy's home 
Holy <laughs> shit. Are you kidding me? Put that on a fucking shirt and I'm wearing it every day. Listen, I, I don't have daddy issues. I love my father very much. There have been men in my life. And this is a thing, by the way. I don't know if you know this. You're not a female, so you don't know this. Sometimes guys, if you're dating a guy, you're seeing a guy, they're like, they want you to call them daddy. I refuse to call a guy I'm seeing daddy or anything like that. I know some guys get off on that and they think it's hot. I don't think that's a hot thing. I think that's a little weird, maybe because I'm so close with my own father and I love him. Um, I will never call you daddy. That's not going to be a thing between us. Randy Orton, I'll fucking call you. I, I will call you whatever you want me to call you. You can call him Randaddy. He's Randaddy. Randaddy. Okay. Father Orton. I don't even, I don't care. I'll call you whatever you want me to call you. Like there's no limit on what, the limit does not exist when it comes to any, don't tell me to calm down in studio. I can do what I want. Says Gabby AF. He's blowing. Are you blowing off the audio? Are you going off, blowing the meters open? I mean, here's the problem though. He's, we replace mommy. That's M-A-M-I. So he should really be poppy. No. That's, no? no. No. Dirty Dom no. is like her poppy. Like that's that's a different kind of thing. There, There's more behind daddy than just, you know, what parallels to mommy, in, in my opinion. It's just the saying, it is what it is, the meaning behind what daddy is. It's just he's he's the head of the house he is he is home and now that he's here there's no fucking funny business because dad's here to take care of business and that's how i feel it is when randy's here i can't wait to see what's going to happen now um on raw with randy back if he's going to be this person to head on with mommy and kind of you know how this escalates to him now being here because he's a force to be reckoned with and he is to me such a face of raw a face of WWE and he's such a powerhouse that like, who's going to fuck with him? Like, I just don't see anybody being badass enough to like come in his face. Like, okay, Dom, what are you going to do? Like now that Randy's back, Dom's a little boy. Like you're, if he's going to be like, Oh, don't talk to mommy that way and come into her. What are you telling me to calm down? No, I'm caught. Like, you, you've never seen that in pro football. When they call someone small, they go little taunt. It's a taunt. That's what Randy could do to Dom. I don't even care if Dom was eight feet tall. He's still a little boy compared to Randy Orton. Like that's that's just what it is to me. Like th there's a man and there's a boy. Randy's going to make every guy there look like a fucking boy. And that's what I love about him. That's just the force that he is. And he could be loved or he could be hated. And it doesn't even matter. He, I'm still such a fan of him. And to be either a healer or babyface and still be loved so much and still be missed as much as he was such a beautiful thing and not everybody can do that and yeah granted aside like my feelings of you know whatever i think he's hot whatever that's even even if he wasn't i would still kind of love him as much as i do because he's such a force to be reckoned with and i think it's such a unique person in the wwe for the legacy the history that he's had and how good he is on the mic in the ring everything he just does and he's been you know, a funny character. He's been a badass. He's, you've hated him. He's been uber baby. Like he could do anything and he does it all. And that's just, I, I respect and admire that so much for him that I'm just so excited to see him back. And I'm so excited to see, you know, how things are going to change on Raw with him on it. And especially with the Judgment Day, that kind of parallel and that chemistry is going to be interesting to see. But I mean, they say, you know, they try to call John Cena, Roman Reigns, the greatest of all time. From I would put Randy Orton above both those guys. What's your way too early Randy Orton WrestleMania predictions for this year? Where are we going to see him? I don't know. 
like that uh, i haven't even thought that far because i'm still fanning myself down to the fact that he's back and i'm just excited to see what he does i would have to see a little bit more because we still have the rumble coming up we still have a lot of stories to be told before we get to mania where he can make a lot of enemies or he could start a lot of feuds before we see that coming down to it but i would love to see him you know in a, a super big match for mania where it's gonna there's gonna be emotion involved it's gonna be interesting you know what if he does turn on on jay and it becomes a thing because jay's hot right now and everyone everyone loves to see him he's uber over is randy gonna be the guy that cuts him at the fucking knees and says like you know what i was cool for a minute but now i'm pissed and he comes at him like that is something i would be interested in seeing but there are a lot of stories to be told still i, I you know is he gonna is he gonna enter the rumble and win he could win the rumble i i, I wouldn't put anything past it so i'm interested to see the storytelling that's going to be happening with randy because he will elevate whoever he's in the ring with no matter what so it's going to be great for whoever he if we see him with that mania and i'm i'm just Oh, it's just good things all around. And then, of course, if we're going to talk returns, I guess we're going to talk the other return. You know, I'm talking all about Randy, but I mean, I would guess the most shocking return. We did see Randy coming, you know, we it was announced. So, dude, CM Punk, man. You know, you thought Survivor Series was over. And by the way, Survivor Series in itself was a great show that if Punk didn't show up, I would have been very satisfied with what wwe gave me because we'll get into the women's survivor series match in a little bit like i thought that stole the fucking show to be quite honest it was awesome but you know you think it's over and you're like wow that was a great show bam that cult of personality hits and dude it's so wild for me because like and i say this all the time and i get repetitive in saying this like i wasn't watching when cm punk was in wwe and it in the beginning, you know, whatever it was, 10 years ago. So for me, what's wild is obviously I know the history. I've watched the promo, you know, the pipe bomb, all that kind of stuff. I've seen it. I know the story of it. I wasn't a fan during it. So I knew the importance of what it was when he did show up in AEW in Chicago and that hit and why it was huge. And it was like a flood of memories of when that happened. Because when that happened... We were like, wow, the business is changing huge, right? He showed up in AEW in Chicago and no one, everyone was like, there's no way this is going to happen. He's back. And it, it was it was insane. Like, I remember the emotion I felt watching that at home and the crowd and just how I felt like I was there. I felt like I was there. It was massive. And I remember just feeling this is one of those points in pro wrestling history that's going to go down in the books because this is an insane change of what's happening and now years later it's happening again in chicago a massive shock but for wwe so i got those flutter of those similar emotions as a fan and it was i remember just sitting there being like this is what a time to be alive what a time to be a pro wrestling fan and that's what's wild about it. i remember i tweeted i was like it's, I was trying to explain to my friends like why it was a big deal. And I think that's where for me, I was becoming like a mark in my own conversation. Cause I'm like, you guys don't understand. Do you know who returned? And they were like, no. And I was like, CM Punk. I was like, you know CM Punk? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I know. I was like, do you know why it's huge? So he did this 10 years ago. And then he showed up here a few years ago. And now he's there. And they were like, all right, Abby, like calm the fuck down. You know, like I was hyping myself up and I'm like, you guys don't get it. This is storytelling. This is the beauty of what other sports 
you don't see. Sure, there's been great comeback stories. Sure, there's been massive, you know, we didn't think we would ever see him again. Those kinds of things. Cinderella stories, right? This is drama <laughs> unfolding in, in front of our own eyes and history being made in front of our own eyes. And like the fact that we are blessed to be fans watching this happen is just amazing. I wish we could just take a step back and like appreciate it as opposed to like the, you know, the angry fans and like the people that, you know, whether you like AEW, WWE, whatever, who gives a fuck if you like both, whatever it is for the generality of what pro wrestling is. This is wild. There's no other word I could say than wild for the fact of like, I've now lived to see this man make these kinds of returns in not one, but two companies at different times of his life. And it's such a beautiful fucking thing. And to be so excited to watch again, like the flutter of emotions that I felt. And like, listen, I know we're different fans. You've been watching since you were a kid. So you probably felt different because you were a fan of him when he was in the WWE originally, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just surreal to me that we went like almost eight years without him in any form of wrestling. And you just never thought he was going to come back because the way he went out again, the podcast, and, yeah. like you thought he was done with the business. And I know everyone ends eventually comes back, especially the WWE. And this proves it beyond a shadow of the doubt, but especially when AEW started, there were such good feelings of him coming back there. It felt like, all right, this is where he belongs. This is where, and obviously we saw how that all played out. So not only to get that return, but then it's like, all right, he flamed out of AEW with everything that went on in two, three years. And then hell really freezes over, and now he's in WWE, which I I never thought I'd see again. I didn't think both sides could bury their egos enough, but I, I think I like what Triple H has uh, said publicly. It's if the fans want it, we're going to give it to them, and that's at the end of the day. Isn't that the whole point of this entire industry? It's give your customers, give your fans what they want, and. CM Punk, as we saw with the ratings, it was up 29%. Uh, him and Randy Orton, yeah, ridiculous. Him and Randy Orton's return pushed him over the 2 million mark uh, for Raw this week, which during Monday Night Football season is unheard of. Wild. So, yeah, wild. wild. I mean, uh, again, I'm, I'm just excited to see where this goes. Again, I hope this lasts a little longer than his AEW run because uh, there's still so many great stories you could tell, and there's still – there's not many people – in not just wrestling, but in entertainment that can captivate an audience like CM Punk. Right. And then you had his promo on Raw, which, you know, basically what he said was, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. It's like a business. This is a business move. This is what this is. Now, a lot of people, you know, I felt like it was kind of split on his promo. Some people were like, it was too short. Or did he really change? Is this like the same guy? Is like, what's it going to be in the locker room? We saw that reaction from Seth Rollins, which, you know, Chef's kiss to Seth fucking Rollins, man, you know, selling the anger that he had because that's, you know, I said it has to be a work when you have like Michael Cole and Corey Graves holding you off. Like, you know, it's, it's in my opinion, it's just like, and hats off to those guys doing it. But Seth Rollins fucking man, he really makes you believe that some people were like, no, he really hates him. And in my head, I'm like, he's awesome for doing that. He's just so good at what he does. But you know, what, how's the locker room feel about it? What, what are people going to, you know, are all fans going to be happy about it now that it's happened? And that's kind of what makes it so interesting. You can love it or hate it, but you're going to watch to see what happens. And that's all that matters at the end of the day. Your curiosity is going to get to you to be like, oh, I hate it. It's like that thing where it's like you hate this person so much, but you got to see what they do because you got to talk about it, even if you want to talk shit. And that's what's going to happen. He's going to make people watch. And I actually liked his promo. I liked that it wasn't as long as maybe it should have went because it, it was short and it got to the point of, what we were going to see from him. I think that's, you know, what we're going to get when it comes to CM Punk. That's 
the CM Punk that I know, because like I said, I'm a newer watcher where, you know, maybe some people watching don't even know the history of what CM Punk was like with the WWE from 10 years ago. Yeah, that's a crazy thing to think, but not everybody is so up to speed on the history and the details and that kind of stuff. And if they're not, they're going to be like, wow, this is an epic return. And now he's back and he's not here to make friends. He's here to make money and he's here for the business. So let's see what's going to happen. Now, is he winning the Royal Rumble? Is that what's is that the story that's going to be told for Punk? That would be interesting because, you know, there's a lot of people now with Orton back. Cody has now declared himself to, in, in the Rumble. So the first, you know, guy in the Rumble. I, my predictions, and, you know, I have mine at the back, but I'm saying I want Cody to win. And if we see Jade in the Rumble, I would love it to be Jade. I think the beauty of the Rumble winners this year being Jade and Cody, what the significance of that and the meaning behind it would just be so epic. And to give them, like, make it 2024 their year after, you know, kind of the symbolism of them coming over back to the WWE and really what it means for Cody, but also for Jade. You know, they're really building up Jade. And Triple H said in the post survivor series you know presser that you know we're not going to rush her back we want her at the point where we want her and she's working on it and when she comes back she, it's because she's going to be 100 percent ready and she's going to be telling the story that we want for her which i love why throw somebody in there if you don't think that they're ready to be there yet she's going to be a massive star that's without question but why not make sure that it's going to be exactly how you want it what is the fucking rush there is no rush it's not like the women's division is flailing in the wwe because they're not they're the best across the boards right now in my opinion that survivor series match with the women was phenomenal. To, it was if that was the only match on the on the show, I would have been happy to be quite honest with you. With what happened with Charlotte and Becky and the hug, by the way, which oh, I jumped off my feet because I I love to fucking see two friends come back together. Like that was just it, it's just like everyone is just so great. Like it's just across the boards, awesome what they're doing, and. I am excited. I'm more excited than ever for Royal Rumble. It's my favorite pay-per-view. I've always said that. It's just, I, I love everything about it. I love the surprises. I love when you hear the music hit. I love the crowd reactions of the Rumble. But, you know, throwing in these new players right now and giving it a little bit of time to simmer and the stories go out, it's going to be, to me, probably my favorite. I already tell it's might be my favorite Rumble of all time. And we haven't even gotten there yet, which is wild. But the fact that I'm this excited about it and it's, what, November, not even December yet, and we got a couple months left, like... Let's fucking go. Like, I'm just, oh, God, I'm excited. I'm just, I sound like such a mark. I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm more excited for this shit than, like, New Year's Eve. Like, what is happening in the world? You know what I'm saying? God. I, I mean, I can't remember a Royal Rumble in recent memory that had so many different directions they could go with who go, wins. Right. Generally, generally, you kind of, you're like, all right, we know, you know, we know who they want to have win the Rumble this year. This year, you could legitimately make a case for Cody, for Randy, for CM Punk. Right. Um, I mean, what's going to happen with Damian Priest in the briefcase? Uh, you don't know. There's so many you variables. And you talk about Jade on the women's side. It's it's going to be – it's Royal Rumble, the anticipation alone makes it the great pay-per-view. But now that I don't know who's going to win because you can yeah. go so many directions, yeah. pay-per-view of the year possibility. 
And then, you know, people are teasing. Of course, Mercedes Monet is always in the conversation. She's getting back into like her in-ring. She's prepping for it, whatever. That's thrown back in the conversation, which is, you know, a crazy thought if we see her back in the WWE now making the return. Like, I never count her out. You know, I never count out Mickey James. Mickey James showing up at the Rumble last year is one of my favorite moments of all time. I will always- She knows people there. I don't you know, know. Maybe, uh, maybe the SmackDown GM, you know, well, maybe, you know, I don't know if they have the salary cap room, but he might be able to make, you know, he's got the in. He can make the signing. Who's doing huge things. You know, but I, I, the fact that there's all these options, I love options. I'm an options girl. For everything in my life, I like to have options. I don't like to be set on one thing. I don't like that. Give me some options of things that I'm excited about, and I will keep coming back without a doubt. But, you know, uh, I'm excited, and I think it's going to be great. And then we got to talk a little, you know, moving on from WWE, we got to talk a little bit of Dynamite last night because. I did. There were some highlights from Dynamite that I... Speaking of daddy issues. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If we're going to move from one daddy to the next, you know, the daddy hater, Christian Gage. The patriarch. Dude, I I just... As much as I hate him, and I fucking hate him, and what he's, you know, the, what he's done to turtlenecks, because I refuse to wear a turtleneck, but that's besides the point. You know, him and Adam just going at each other, and the fact that I've never popped as hard as I did as when they kept Adam's fucking there, you know, go fuck yourself, by the way, which I love that. Fuck yeah, yeah. Adam, you tell him, screw him. You know what I mean? Him coming after you like he did. This is like the rivalry we've been waiting for. I feel like since Adam Copeland showed up in AEW, we were like, all right, him and Christian Cage, like, let's do this because why the hell not? And, you know, that match coming up in Canada next week, which I think is awesome. But, you know, I think what they did in the ring and like on the mic what they're doing is just all I, I say awesome a lot which i need to stop doing but i i really enjoyed it that was probably my favorite highlight of the night i would say and i think you have to give it to adam at this point um because like fuck christian cage <laughs> but i would love to see adam take the title from him i really really would i think to strap it on somebody like adam copeland in aew why wh why the fuck not like he could carry it. He's killing it and everything he's doing. He's still got it. He seems happy, which I love to see for him. And, you know, the crowd loves him. So give it to him and let him carry it and really elevate some other people in the company. And let the, I don't even want this feud to die next week. I would love to see something happen where it's not ending just because, you know, there's a distraction or something happens where they have to keep going with it because this is really what we've been building for since he came in and since Christian told him to go fuck himself. And now it's kind of like going back at him. But I will say, an angry Adam Copeland is my favorite kind of Adam Copeland. You know, the baby face thing is great, but when he's pissed the rated r superstar and he's rated r there's literally nothing better so like keep that going keep, keep pissing him off christian cage because like the dynamic they have is it's just the chemistry is too good so i would love to see it keep going but i'm very excited to see this match because i think it's going to be epic between the two of them because i mean it's the two of them and they've been in the ring with each other and they're so familiar it's gonna it's gonna have to be like a barn burner if you ask me yeah i mean Obviously, this is the one feud once, you know, Edge slash Adam Copeland came over that you wanted to see. Again, so much history between them. AEW could use some good feelings. I agree with you. I think yeah. uh, I think I would have him win, have the title. We need we need some good vibes in AEW. We want to talk, we want to talk positivity when yeah. it comes to wrestling. So I will say, though, Christian Cage is just the most tremendous heel, and he's the highlight of the program for yeah. me right now. So I want to say I want to I don't want to see that story end, even if he loses the belt. 
speaking of the belt, maybe it's a perfect segue to MJF. We still don't know who the devil is. I mean, is he the devil? Here's a, is that's an interesting theory I still see out there. Maybe uh, this is all one big right. con by MJF and he's the devil. I could see that as well. You know, I don't put anything past MJF. I think his brain works better than a lot of other people. I think the fact that he's carrying AEW on his back right now, and rightfully so, because he doesn't miss. First of all, every time he's on the microphone, like, I, he could talk for the full two hours of Dynamite, and I would watch the full two hours of Dynamite. Like, he's never misses on the mic, and his promos are always just, the, the way he engages the crowd, just the way he even delivers, like, his delivery, it's just like, he should just teach classes, because I, I especially in my time as a fan, I don't know somebody better on the mic. He's one of the best that I've ever got to see in my, you know, time as a fan. But, yeah, I think he could be the devil. I would never put it past him. But, you know, you have now this unknown tag team that he has to go up against next week with with Samoa Joe, which will be interesting. But it was a little bit of a miss for me the way they went about it. I don't know if it came across on everyone's TV the way that it did on mine. But when it blacked out, it was like blacked out a little too long. And then there was like a big pause. And I was sitting there and I'm a very impatient person. Like I'm... I've always been an impatient person, but I'm sitting there and I'm waiting. I'm like, oh, is this supposed to be blacked out? Like, is this really happening? And then the letters came on my screen and it was like an unknown opponent, blah, 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 blah. And then like all of a sudden it went back to him in in the ring and there were like these, you know, you know, retribution AEW style was 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 on him. That's what it was. It's retribution all over again. Um, I hope this is a better ending with a retribution type, you know, thing because I didn't really it was never I'm still waiting for retribution to be paid off for me in the WWE but I don't think it's gonna happen but I hope this ends better in this way but yeah and then like the, the beat down and then obviously Samojo coming out for the save and everything like that but I don't know who the tag team mystery will be I hope it's as big as the buildup is I don't even know if they're gonna reveal I, I, I don't know what's gonna happen are they gonna have masks on the whole match and we don't know who they are is it gonna be revealed beforehand after you know I guess the not knowing makes me more invested in it, which is what they want. Um, so I'm into it. I love a good mystery. You know, I, I, I like a good thriller. You know, keep me on the edge of my seat. I'm in. But it very well could be MJF at the end of the day. I'm thinking more so is going to be MJF than Adam Cole, where a lot of people still believe it to possibly be Adam Cole. I, I, I really don't know. I just really fucking hope it's not one of those things where it's like, a letdown of a letdown and you're like sitting there like crickets when it's a reveal because that's uncomfortable for me and if it is somebody that's like not any of these people that have been in the works like give me a good fucking story behind it as to why they're the devil and i'll buy into it a little bit at least like just if you give me the good backstory like i could buy into anything if there's emotion there's a good story involved but i don't know man i'm still i, I don't know when they're gonna reveal i don't know what's gonna happen but I, I mean, really? do you think that it, I, I I also wonder? Do you think if Tony Khan would dare put himself on screen normally and make himself the devil? No, I don't think that. I feel would, would and would that be a mistake? If so, I it would be a mistake, and I don't think he would do that. Like he's would. he would never want to like jump in the ring himself. Like I I could never see him wanting to do that. I don't think that's like his mo. At the end of the day, you know, um, and he knows that's not what his fans would want. I don't think he would do that. He, he likes to listen to the fans. That's what he does. He's always said that he tweets to the fans. Like, you know, he's very involved in that sense. I don't, I think he knows that that's not what they would want to see and he wouldn't put himself in that position. But 
I mean, we'll have to see next week. I'm I'm tuning in because I'm very curious to know who it is. And honestly, I'm I'm also curious to see how MJF and Samojo work as a tag team together because they're both pretty great. And, you know, this night new formed alliance, you know, MJF was saying all this nice stuff about Samoa Joe in the promo and, you know, saying he never got that time to be the champion that he wanted to be in the WWE, which was an interesting, you know, line in that promo. But I'm interested to see, you know, how they mesh together and the dynamic that that's going to show with this unknown tag team. So, because they're not the best of friends just because now they have to work together. So that's always kind of an interesting thing that we're going to have to watch out for as well. Yeah, a little bit of mutual respect. You saw after their match, uh, the last pay-per-view, Joe kind of like giving the nod for, hey, yeah. I respect you for, uh, you know, being a little dirty. He's like, you know, kind of like what he would do in that instance. But yeah, I, again, Samoa Joe, one of the most underrated performers in all professional wrestling. Wherever he's been, he's been a top guy on the mic, in the ring. Um, I'm excited to see where that goes. I, I could see, again, a Samoa Joe carrying your company's flag. I could see yeah. him being a world champion. Maybe not in this in this instance because again MJF's on such a roll and we got this devil storyline playing out. But yeah, I, I I will be interested to see. My guess, my prediction is they're going to have the wrestlers, the tag team they're facing, the mystery tag team, masked, and we'll get the reveal at the end of the match. That's my that's my prediction. But also, does that mean that the devil has like there's two people in the tag match? Is one of them going to be the devil and the other's just a lackey? Like there were three guys that were beating down MJF. Is one of them the devil or is the devil just controlling people? The devil's holding the strings, the marionettes. <laughs> right. Is he going to be in the tag match or is this just like some of his bitches? Like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it could all be a setup. MJF could get him his ass beat down and it could all just be on purpose. This could all be in his story of what he wants. You know, I. As much as it's a question if it's MJF or not, it's also, it wouldn't make sense for me if it was MJF because he's really turning on with the people to be like the lovable scumbag. And I don't want to see him now all of a sudden head back to like, I've had this plan all along and I'm smarter than you and I'm better and like, you can all kiss my ass. Like, so I don't know if I would even like that um, because, you know, he's really come into like this champion that we love so much and he's doing so well being the champion. I don't even want to see him lose it at any time. So I hope it's one of those things where it's like a real fucking curveball because there's nothing that gets me more than something I don't see coming in a curveball. I love to see it. I love a good curveball thrown at me every once in a while. Not all the time because I like to think I know things, but if you could keep me, you know, sitting back like, holy shit, didn't see that one coming. I love that. So I like thriller movies. I like a good. You like thr- what, what's your favorite thriller movie? Oh, int- that's a good question. But I mean, I, the, the stories with like the twists and turns, like Shutter Island is one of my favorite movies because at the end, you know, it's one of those biggest things where it's like, is he really crazy at the end? Like, I don't know if you've seen Shutter Island, Leonardo DiCaprio, one of the best movies yeah. ever. But, you know, it's one of those things where it leaves you thinking at the end, like, oh shit, you didn't see that coming. And it leaves you thinking at the end of it, like, is he really the bad guy or does he know? And he's just like knowingly sacrificing himself and he's a good guy. It's, I love that kind of shit. I love when you don't see it. Like, it's just, you know, when it's one of those big shocking things and you're just like, holy shit. I will say another movie I love, Seven, is one of the greatest movies of all time. Brad Pitt. Morgan Freeman. What's in the box? What's in the box? And, you don't, and you're like, holy shit, that's what's in the box? Like, that's the devil? I want to feel that. Like, this is fucked up that that guy's the devil. And now I'm crying because I'm so sad for the other person. But, you know, you never know. Are we going to see a seven, like, thing? Is that- in, impact, in Impact Wrestling, you might. They like to kill off their characters over there. They do some some out there stuff, with which I'm not – I got to say, I'm not a big fan of that. I don't know what your take on that is. Like, an Impact, they – 
where they seem to write off certain characters from their shows. They like go horror movie mode and actually kill them off, but then they can just show back oh, yeah. up. I, I, to me, pro wrestling is like it's this thing and like a horror movie thing is it's it's. I don't know. What's your take on that? Do you like that they kind of bend reality with again? What you call it? Eric Young getting stabbed to death in prison, Ali getting slashed to death in the afterworld. I think the underworld. Sometimes <laughs> when it's stuff like that, and I say this always with pro wrestling, like people take things so literally and they want to just be like, this happened. And like, no, it doesn't make sense. Like, why can't we just sit back and like, enjoy it for what it is? Like, we know what we're like, we almost know what we're getting. We know it's not, he's not actually getting stabbed. This isn't like a true crime documentary. So like, why can't it just be fun sometimes? And this isn't all the time. If it's happened every single week, I'd be like, all right, this is weird. But if it's every once in a while and it's just like expanding your imagination and it's making you sit back and think, like in a horror movie wise or something like that, like why can't we just enjoy it every once in a while? Like for the fun of it, if it makes sense in what's happening, like I don't hate it. It takes a lot for me to like really hate something. And I always have been that way. I'm not a hater. I try not to be a hater. I try to understand things first. I'm a very big empathizer. It might not, it might come as a shock to people, but I like to put myself in other people's shoes a lot of the time. That's why I don't get angry a lot. And I don't have a lot of hate in my heart. Cause I'm just like, let me try to see why they, let me see like why it kind of made sense. And I sometimes you got to sit back and it's just like simplicity is a beautiful thing. Like, let's just enjoy what the fuck's in front of our faces, because if it can make me not think about my real life for two hours, three hours on a Monday or a Wednesday night or whatever, like just fucking go with it, bro. Go with it. Said bro. That's how you know. Bro. That's how Listen, you know. bro. Speaking of your real life, bro. Yeah. There's no pay-per-view this weekend, but there is another big extravaganza going on. It's Gabby's birthday. I know. I feel bad for people that like don't like to celebrate their birthday every um like for the whole month i i feel bad for you because it's a beautiful thing and it's an excuse to celebrate yourself and it's not making you selfish if you want to celebrate yourself for a week or a month or whatever because guess what every year that you are living and healthy and on this earth you should fucking celebrate it because life is a beautiful precious thing so that's how i see it and yeah my birthday landed on a monday this year so you know it was i went out I had like a nice simple dinner with some of my best friends. We did cake. It was very chill. But this weekend is when we're going all the fuck out. I got tequila on deck, pizza on deck. So basically the plan is Friday. We're staying in Hoboken. We're going to this bar. I know like the owner. It's going to be a lot of fun. We got, you know, table and whatever, all this kind of stuff. I'll have a big pregame at my apartment, eat a lot of pizza, drink a lot of tequila, go out. And then Saturday, this is where it gets interesting. And you're going to be a little shocked. I'll be celebrating in Philly on Saturday because one of my best friends got me tickets to the Eagles Niners game on Sunday, which I will be attending. And yeah, and one of my very best friends from like kindergarten works for the Niners and she's flying back for the game. So all my home friends are coming Saturday to Philly. We're going to all go out like a big group of us Saturday night in Philly, which I've never really been out in Philly, so I'm a little scared. Because are you, are you going to scout some locations for our WrestleMania weekend shenanigans? I, I will because I got a lot of plans for Gabby AF at WrestleMania weekend in Philly. And I'm going to scout out some fun fucking spots that are very Gabby AF approved. They got to be Gabby AF approved, guys. And you know if they're approved by me, they're going to be a good time. So I will obviously keep you posted on those kinds of plans, but I'm going to be spotting out some places in Philly. I think Philly can get down. I know they're a little crazy, but when in Philly, you know what I mean? It's like when in Rome, when in Philly, you got to get down with how crazy they are. And I feel like 
I could match that level. Jersey and Philly is not that far apart where we can kind of go hand in hand. But yeah, I'll be going out Friday night, Saturday night getting lit, and then tailgating and drinking all day in the game on Sunday. And everyone told me not to wear Niner stuff because I might get my ass beat, but kind of. I think you'll be all right. I think you can handle yourself in that crowd. I don't know. Philly fans are nuts. Philly fans are are. I mean, they boot Santa Claus, they throw batteries, but I feel like again, I feel like they're gonna. They're, you're gonna, you're like one of their own. I know you're not gonna want to hear that and you, as as a you know North Jersey not Eagles not fan, North but I mean, if we just swapped an Eagles jersey on you, I would. I could. I'd guess you were from Philly. You've got. You've, you can carry yourself. You've got the attitude, that's the gravitas. I don't know if that's an insult, but I'm gonna take it as one because. I've always said that I love Philly. It's a bunch of loud, angry Italians, good food. Listen, going it's a little grimy. Philly. It's a little grimy, but it's a lot of fun. You deal with a lot of Philly fans at Penn State and not my favorite uh, fan base. I've said that before. It doesn't mean they're bad people. They're just fucking crazy. So it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's it's fine. Hopefully I'll survive. We'll see next week if I make it back. But it's going to be good times. I'm excited. If you want to support me at all, get me a kind of birthday present. Go subscribe to my brand army. It's pretty cheap, I would say. I'm not, you know, super expensive just yet. But hop on that train. Help me out a little bit. Get some of my merch and wear my merch to the fucking shows. I love seeing that shit. I'll retweet. I'll shout out at you. Get some Gabby AF signs. I haven't seen any Gabby AF signs yet. And I'm just saying. I used to have signs all the time. We're going to have to work on the Gabby AF signs. I think now if people sign up for your brand army, are they going to get to see some of your weekend uh, shenanigans? Your part? I'm going to say shenanigans way too many times on the show, aren't I? Oh, yeah. Trav- little Trav- bit, yeah. little bit of a social peak yeah. the birthday party some- life. You can't be there, but you can kind of be there. I'm going to be up a lot of pics. I'll be recording a lot of stuff. Follow me on Instagram at Gabblespisa because I post the most on Instagram. If you want to see more pictures than Twitter, definitely go and add me on Instagram because I'm going to be – marking down all that stuff. I'll be taking shots at killer. It's going to be a good time. And you'll see a lot of my friends, a lot of people I talk about. So it's going to be a good time. So I would love to see it. And if you want to keep wishing me a happy birthday, keep going with it because it's still my birthday this weekend. I don't really give a shit. It's it's a beautiful thing. And I'm a year older, a year wiser, and Gabby F is going to keep fucking going. Speaking of which, I love you all. Thank you so much. If you did wish me a happy birthday already, I love you. Thank you very much. Let's keep the good times rolling. Everybody have a great weekend. Please enjoy all the pro wrestling Friday night, Saturday night. It's going to be awesome. Enjoy football on Sunday. I will hopefully be making it through the game, not getting my ass beat, but we will see. I will be posting pictures of that as well. And until next time, guys, LYMNB, love you most, no backs. It's about to get Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. We about to get Gabby AF, Gabby AF. It's nothing less, cause you rocking with the best. Now we about to get Gabby AF.